Welcome to episode 2 of the Conference Summer Sessions podcast. The subject of today is facilitating company cultural change. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Conference Summer Sessions. Today we're going to talk about uh, company culture and how to facilitate changes in this. Um, but first I would like to introduce my guest for today. Uh, we have Wout Withhagen uh, from a Dutch uh, agency called Freshheads. Uh, thanks for being here today with us, Wout. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Jaap. <laughs> uh, we have Jelrik here, who is uh, Jelrik van Hal, who is a consultant working for different companies. Um, thanks for being here, Jelrik. Uh, and I'm really eager to see what you have to share with us. Thanks uh, for having me. And my last guest is uh, Stefan Koopmanschap, co-owner of Ingewikkeld. Uh, and also working as a consultant for different companies uh, and seeing a lot of different company cultures. Yes. Um, to get started, people, what's the uh, definition, if we can find one, of company culture? Stefan, yeah. could you answer this? That's that's an interesting one. I, I, I prepared this a bit um, because it's very hard to make one definition of culture, uh, company culture. And I think if... If you ask uh, five different people, you would get five different answers. But uh, so what I feel is company culture is that the, the culture of a company is defined by a set of uh, shared agreements on how to deal with certain situations. And these situations could be related to, to ethics of, or, or working methodologies or which clients to take on or how to make decisions or things like that. Everything basically that happens inside your company, there is a, there is a certain uh, shared set of agreements on, on how we do things. Uh, and the company culture defines what type of company you are. Okay, thank you. Wout, um, could you elaborate on this? Yeah, um, well, yeah, and I, 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 furthermore, I think that that it, it also the um, a company culture is not um, is, is something which is already there. So uh, it, it is really something which which is in your company, and maybe it lies in your values or uh, or or it, it 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 is how people act. It's not something that is written down. Uh, 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 somewhere, uh, the 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 the, um, uh, the rules uh, which come along with uh, with this culture are not uh, set in stone or written down. It's it's, it's how people act by nature, maybe uh, because of this uh, uh, because of this culture. So it's it's quite hard to grasp, and that's that's what it makes this uh, a, an interesting uh, um, uh, subject. Okay, thank you, Jorik. Um, any comments on this? Yeah, adding to that, I think uh, what uh, Wout was already um, pointing at is culture is not something you can directly influence. It's not something you can turn a dial up to 11 if you want it. It's um, a derivative of all the values that people bring to the company. It's a mean, um, an average of what all your people, including your customers, including your uh, suppliers, including the people that work in your company, um, bring to the table. So it's it's something you can observe, but not 
directly influence. Um, and how can people actually change their culture? Is it that hard to grasp? Uh, is, is there a way we can uh, point it in some kind of direction or? Yeah, I think, I think there is, um, as I said, for me, uh, a company culture is not something you can attack head on. It's not something you can uh, take on. Okay, today I'm going to change the culture because what you then end up with is a uh, document that goes in a drawer somewhere and will never be read again. Um, I think um, you want to try and find out why you would want to influence or change your company culture. So what is the problem or what is the goal that you are looking at? What do you want to see changed in your company? And that's almost never the culture itself. It's always something that is influenced by the culture. Um, so you want to know what you're attacking, basically. Yeah, and I think often it's 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 uh, it's change of behavior because behavior comes from uh, these cultural uh, um, uh, aspects, uh, uh, and so people behave because of a because of a culture culture in a company. Um, but then again, it's not something you can just change uh, right away. So if you want to change. Uh, uh, um, uh, behavior and you find out okay therefore I need to change culture it's it's uh, it's quite a it's, it's quite a task to, to to find out what you need to change and how you can change it um, but it but um, yeah it can be done uh, I guess but it takes it takes time uh, and um, and uh, yeah it takes time yeah and I, I think I think uh, you have to realize that um, culture is a living thing. It's not, it's not something that you create and then you have a culture, uh, but it will change over time uh, because every time someone is added to, to your company or someone leaves your company or even the same person uh, with, within six months, they might have different ideas about certain things. So uh, culture is not something that once you have created it, it's there. Uh, it will always be changing. And uh, the most important thing you can do as a company is to facilitate uh, that these changes go in the direction that you want them to go. Mm -hmm. uh, but can, can anyone provide some examples of typical company culture uh, things that happen in companies you know or your, maybe your own company? Uh, would you please please go ahead? Yeah, so um, I think a lot of um, yeah, a lot of cultural stuff is happening with, within a company. And if you want to, and if you uh, need to change something in the culture, culture, you have to look for uh, uh, behavior that 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 can help uh, that can help this change and emphasize this uh, behavior. So, for example. Uh, we were as a um, we were trying to to create um, a situation where teams would share knowledge, and we were planning all kinds of um, sessions for that, and trying teams to join those sessions, and inviting teams to 
to present what they were working on so that so that they would share knowledge but uh, a lot of teams didn't show up or said yeah i have no time because yeah i have a lot of stuff to do so i can't come to this meeting and it was always the meeting they would skip uh, um, and then at some point uh, somebody got the idea and said, well, we, we're going to do a little event and it, it will be in Friday afternoon, a quarter before, uh, before five. And we, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll buy some drinks. Everybody is invited and we'll share what we were doing, what we are doing in the team. And then everybody showed up and, and everybody was, uh, 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 watching the presentation, having a beer and talking about and sharing and, and sharing information with each other. And that's exactly what we wanted. So. That's what that's what we saw happening, and we said, "Hey, why don't we make a little, or why don't we support this this event?" And 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 now it's like a, a thing within the company, something which we actually wanted to do. We wanted to create a culture of sharing and knowledge uh, across the teams, uh, and uh, but we couldn't manage it. Uh, but then it it just happened, and we supported it, and now it's still an event for I think uh, over five or six years already. Uh, um, uh, and and every Friday, it's uh, yeah, it's um, it's uh, most of the people are there. Okay, so, thank you, Jaurik. Uh, uh, do you have any examples of typical comp- cultural uh, culture cultural things you uh, noticed in some co- uh, company? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, a good example, I think, of my previous point of not being able to attack the problem head on is the uh, a team that I was working with as a scrum master uh, a couple of years back. Um, there were uh, a couple of people that were very upset with two specific members of their team. So they didn't want to talk to them. They didn't want to work with them. That was all um, uh, turning ugly. And then when we Uh, I and um, the development manager uh, started looking at that more specifically. We found that during their uh, daily scrums, their daily um, uh, get-togethers to, uh, uh, for people not in the software world, um, their daily uh, stand-ups to figure out who is doing what, why are they doing that, is this still the most important thing uh, we could be working on? that those two people um, often took over the discussion for a long time while the others um, weren't involved and weren't interested in what was being discussed um, without saying so. So there, um, by digging a little bit, we found that the problem lie, uh, lay in a very specific situation that happened every day um, that grew to be this monster in the room that nobody was addressing Um, and that specific situation we can solve the thing about people not wanting to work with someone else that's a lot harder to uh, wrap your head around so it can help to dig a little bit deeper and not go onto it directly that would be something to to understate my uh, previous point. Okay, uh, so um, 
uh, digging into to a certain problem is is quite important to actually find the problem you're trying to to face um uh, are there any conditions you can create as a management to um to to make people feel safe about um telling what's up uh on their minds uh, stefan do you know anything how to facilitate this well uh i i think you mentioned one very important point and that is that you create an environment where people feel safe to to speak up um uh, because if they're if they don't feel safe to speak up uh they they will not give you the input the the feedback that you need to figure out that there is something actually going horribly wrong and what is this thing that is going wrong um so uh, there was a company where i worked which had a, let's say it's about 500 people in that company um and uh, there's all kinds of different departments and and you you would not communicate a lot with the other departments but the management always had their door open unless they were in a meeting and you were always uh, free to walk in, uh, offer your input, offer your feedback. And uh, they would they would respond with, you know, uh, making sure that uh, uh, that you felt it, that you were heard. Uh, they would they would tell you, OK, this is uh, uh, this is what you told me. Uh, this is what's going to happen next. I'm going to pick this up with this person or that person and or maybe with this team or that team. And and then you would walk out and you would be happy already that you, you were heard. Uh, but then uh, about a month later, you would actually get an email or you would you would be called into into their office again uh, and you would get feedback on what happened with with your input. Uh, so they would tell you, OK, I talked to this person and to that team and um, uh, we're now going to try and make this change uh, to to ensure that that what you what you told me is uh, is being handled correctly. Uh, or, of course, which is still a valid thing, is okay. We discussed it with a couple of people, but we we cannot find a simple way of solving this problem or uh, doing something about it. Uh, but you will you would always get good feedback and. I think that is very important uh, for for companies of 500 people, also for companies of, of 10,000 people, but also for smaller companies, uh, whether you're five people or 50 people or or 100 or 10,000, doesn't really matter. Uh, the, the environment should be a, an environment where you can give feedback in a safe way without fearing that you would be fired the next day or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think also this this is also the culture that should be within the team as well. So yeah, you give each other feedback and you feel free to give any uh, feedback on work, but also on behavior. Uh, and uh, sometimes we, we, we experience uh, this in our company as well. It can be quite hard, especially when, when a team, uh, when, when there are changes in, in, in the team or uh, uh, we have to work with a certain a, a, a client who is not used to this open communication we are used to um and uh, uh yeah it can be quite hard to to uh, um to have this to have an open discussion uh, uh on everything that that actually should be discussed uh, uh when you are working uh, uh, in, in a team and and co-working on with, with the same goal on the same project uh um so uh, it's not um 
yeah, it's 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 not done by itself. Uh, so yeah, you you have to work on it all uh, every day. I think together mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. Okay, um, you're saying that you have to work on it as a team. Does it mean that uh, each team does it ha- uh, has its own culture? Yeah, if if I speak for our company, uh, I think this is the case. So we we really strongly. Um, uh, support that that teams have their own values and create their own culture and we and and uh, and, and by culture we mean uh, uh, is the way they communicate with each other the way they work uh, together with a client uh, uh, but also what they do next to to uh, to, uh, to to uh, to their to their job uh, together as a team so and we provide that as a company. We support we support them in uh, uh, in that. So uh, we see ourselves as as uh, the vehicle that makes it possible for them to do what they are good at. Um, and um, um, so I, yeah, I think it's it, I think it should be possible for teams to build their own culture. Of course, within the restrictions of of a company because a company is a set of restrictions you do yes that's why you are a company and you do what you're good at and you 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 specialize in certain kinds uh, of of work or or branches or whatever you you're, you're good at because that, but that's what what you are as a company but within those restrictions a team should be uh, totally able to uh to 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 build and create their own culture i, I think uh, one of the things we, um, we we didn't mention really is how uh, uh, how to um, improve uh, things. Um, is there a certain strategy we can think of how to uh, change the culture in your in your company? For me, that would always start with the question do we really have the correct problem now? So it always starts with making something transparent, making some irritation that came up, some improvement that you thought of um, visible in the sense of, okay, what can we, um, what knob can we turn to influence this? What is the, um, not, not to make everything about numbers, but what is the metric that we are talking about here? Is it the metric of how happy people in our company are? Okay, so how do we know how happy they are now? Do we ask them regularly? Or is this a feeling that we have by walking around? Because then you probably only hurt the people that dare to speak up. So... That is a um, that that is for me always the first step in solving any problem, understanding if you have the right problem and if not what the real problem is, um, and from there I think it's um, um, all about the complexity. So most of these human problems are the same as our software problems in the software businesses we all work in. Um, they are complex problems as opposed to complicated problems. In complicated problems, you know what steps to take. 
there are just a lot of steps and they're all intertwined um, but you know which steps to take but in a complex problem you don't know which steps to take and most of the time you don't even know where you will end up um, if you are done whatever that means um, so you want to take a first step if you think you understand the problem take a first step um, do a tiny experiment um, inspect the result of that experiment on the metric that you just defined in the previous step um, and that is the only way that you can for me at least that you can really know that you are tweaking the right um, stuff in your company and that will influence company culture but that's indirectly okay yeah like you mentioned earlier there's no but uh no, no button we can push to to actually no. change the, uh, the culture but basically a no. way of exp uh, uh, of analyzing and, ex and experimenting with uh, changes yeah. may be the way to uh, to change the culture honestly I don't think you can um, predict how your culture will change if you are doing something if you are changing something in your company I think there will be a change, but you can't predict which one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, if I can add something to that, uh, yeah. Um, I think uh, we, we uh, uh, earlier we stated that that uh, 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 company values, but also team values, can be uh, uh, um, uh, add value in in this specific case because if you have certain values and 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 teams are making their the choice you have at least a level of or of an uh, of, of agreement on those values so if if you start doing an experiment for example to change something or to do something differently in a team within a team than you were doing it yesterday um uh, the team will agree or will have a like a set of values where they can like check what uh, if that what they are doing uh, is according to those values because that this set of values uh, should be like a uh, like 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 a uh, fundamental basis uh, 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 to uh, to check whether you're doing stuff right and because it's a set of values you all have agreed on that it's that that you find them uh, important otherwise your people can everything is important and everything is right uh yeah uh, but they're all individual opinions then so um I, i'm hearing that as you're saying we're, we're trying to uh to involve everyone uh but like in all situations it's kind of hard to keep everyone happy uh does that also uh, apply to to company culture um yeah, I think it's not possible to keep for, because culture is something that is changing along the way all, all the time. It's not even even if you if you don't do anything explicit on changing culture, it will change. <laughs> so it, it it will never be it, 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 because you know there are all kinds of external factors who are influencing the culture and so it will change i, I can't say it, uh, probably not in the in in a good way but may, maybe maybe uh, maybe maybe it will but um so but but it will change and it and 
and it's unlikely that everyone working in a team or in or within a company uh, will adapt to those changes uh, or will agree on those changes, whether you whether they are uh, uh, deliberately made or just happening. Um, uh, so in a way, I think there's always a point where uh, someone in the team will say, "Okay, you know, uh, if I if if I look behind, and a lot of stuff has changed in the past months, years, and uh, yeah, I don't feel." Uh, that this is the comp- the company or the team uh, where I, where I can where I'm at my best anymore, and I'm pro- and they will probably leave. That that's and and that's okay if that's a a, a decision because of cultural change. Uh, otherwise, I think if you if you are changing culture, you should be always in uh, in, in in discussion with, uh, with with the team and people working within the company. What does culture mean for them? And 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 uh, 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 what will changes mean for them? Uh, uh, so you, yeah, you need to keep an eye on that uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, I would like to uh, close this uh, podcast with some final uh, takeaways from each of you, which you really think that are important for the for for the people who listen uh, who are listening. Um, and I would like to start with uh, Stefan. What's your main takeaway for this session? I think uh, from a lot of things that we heard during both the live session and this podcast is uh, that communication is uh, the most important part for, for all of this. Um, because if there is some kind of miscommunication and people start assuming things or uh, uh, inventing things because they just didn't hear anything about it, uh, that that's where things go wrong. Um, it's it's very important to be able to explain uh, why certain changes are necessary. And and I think coming back to uh, what was mentioned earlier, um, even if if someone is unhappy with a certain change, as long as it's communicated clearly why this change is necessary for the bigger picture. Uh, uh, most people will be able to accept the change, even if, if it's not the change that they wanted. Um, of course, it's also, uh, you have to find a balance between, uh, you, you don't want to piss off the same person every time you want to make a change. Um, uh, but as long as you were able to communicate clearly and explain to everyone uh, what is happening and why things are happening, uh, that makes it uh acceptable for everyone and understandable for everyone and that is very important um, and and I've, I've only been talking about you know making the changes but before you make the changes the communication flow should be the other way around you should be able to get the feedback to 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 be able to make a decision about uh, a change and it's not just one person making a decision i think in most cases, it's a team that's making a decision to make a change uh, or a company, depending on, on, on which culture you're talking about. Uh, so uh, communication is, is key. Uh, and, and that goes for this. And that goes probably for 95% of, of, of the other work that we're doing as well. Uh, communication is always one of the most important aspects of, of everything we do. Okay, thank you very much. Wout, uh, what would be your... Uh, final remark to the listeners. Yeah, I would say that you can't 
really change culture at once, uh, but you can influence. Uh, you can influence uh, culture, uh, and just do this with, uh, uh, with with little steps. Everyone within the company, whether you're in, uh, whether you're a manager, a manager or a, a developer or designer or product owner, everyone can influence culture just by doing. Uh, uh, doing stuff, act uh, the way you want uh, uh, the company to act. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, and last but not least, Jelvik, what's your final remark to the audience? I feel like I have said this uh, six times in the last half hour, but um, try to figure out if you have the right problem. Make something transparent, know what you want to change. Um, or what you want to try and change, and then start experiments. And don't forget, it's not an experiment if um, all of them succeed. Most of them should fail. That's what experiments are about. Otherwise, you're not experimenting. You're just doing stuff. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you all for being here with me tonight. Um, I think... It was a very interesting session. Um, even uh, also the live session was a quite an interesting one. If you want to be at our nice next live session, uh, that will be held on the 24th of August, same time, same channel. And I hope to see you all there. Thank you for listening to the Conference Summer Sessions podcast. Next month, we'll have another podcast. The topic then will be the role of the product owner in a development team. Thanks for listening. See you then.